You're listening to 91.9 KBCR News. I'm Jessica Greenwell. On Fridays, we speak with former Press Enterprise columnist and longtime KBCR News contributor Cassie McDuff about some of the big stories around the Inland Empire. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning, Jessica. So the Val Verde Unified School District in Paris is being sued for allegedly failing to protect students from a predatory teacher. What happened here? Well, this is a civil lawsuit brought by two former students who were among three students the teacher pled guilty to molesting in 2021. The Valverde District, which includes Paris and Moreno Valley, has already been censured for violating federal law by failing to protect students from sexual misconduct. This new lawsuit against the district and former Citrus Hill High School teacher Kelly Carlton Reck alleges that Reck groomed the students and touched them against their wishes. Reck, age 62, of Riverside, was charged by the Riverside County DA's office with nine misdemeanor counts of child molestation. He pled guilty to three counts and was sentenced to 90 days in a work release program and a year of probation. He was also ordered to register as a sex offender, which he has done, and his teaching credential was revoked. The girls' names are being withheld as victims of sexual abuse, but their stories are remarkably similar that REC paid special attention to each girl, one in an advanced placement history class, the other in a government class, and gradually began touching them in front of other students. Each girl complained, one to another teacher, one to a counselor, but it wasn't until the assistant principal began investigating that a total of nine victims were identified. That triggered a criminal investigation in which it was alleged that the assistant superintendent of human resources at the time, Juan Cabral, told the assistant principal and also the principal not to go to police, but that he would handle it. That would violate the law. School officials are what's known as mandatory reporters. The law requires them them to notify law enforcement about allegations of abuse. And in June 2023, the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Civil Rights wrote a 23-page letter to the Valverde superintendent informing him the district had violated federal law, requiring it to protect students from sexual harassment and discrimination. So I think I recognize the name Juan Cabral. Isn't that the Redland superintendent now? Yes, that's right. And we know Redlands has had its own problems along these same lines of failing to go to law enforcement. The district has put in place a lot of new policies to prevent that from happening again. But back to Valverde, neither the superintendent nor any of the five members of the school board responded to the newspaper's request for comment on this new lawsuit. And a vacant Kmart in Riverside could be converted into apartments, but some neighbors aren't too happy about the plan. What's the plan? Well, the Kmart in the Mission Grove Shopping Center has been vacant since 2018. A developer is now proposing to replace the big box store with a 347-unit apartment complex four stories high. Some residents support the plan, but others have expressed concerns about the density of the housing, increased traffic, the potential strain of new families on the school district. There are also concerns about a project like this so close to March Air Reserve Base, which is just one to two miles to the east. The Riverside Unified School District has actually seen enrollment decline recently, so that doesn't appear to be a problem. And the city councilman who represents the area, Chuck Condor, said he supports the project. Yeah, there's quite a few vacant Sears and Kmart stores across Riverside that I've seen personally. Are there plans in Riverside for other Kmart stores? 
Yeah, actually there are. One of the other two closed Kmarts, the one on Arlington and Riverside, has been replaced by a supermarket, an auto parts store, and a clothing chain. The other on Iowa Avenue is proposed for a 300-unit housing development, and a closed Sears store on Arlington could get 388 housing units. Wow. So what's the latest on the Mission Grove proposal? Well, it's currently going through environmental review. It would consist of five four-story apartment buildings, parking, and a fitness center. The developer says there's a demand for luxury living near jobs, shopping, and entertainment. The difficulty is the project is within the airport compatibility zone for March, and the Airport Land Use Commission has already said it's incompatible with the airbase. There are competing pressures here and regulations as well. The state is pressing cities to build more affordable housing, but the Land Use Commission is bound by the regulations on land surrounding an airport. Some residents might support a housing plan with fewer units, but the developer says it has no plans to scale it down. The plan will be up for public review this spring or summer and then go to the City Planning Commission and then the council. Yeah, and I do imagine with that specific proposal, the impacts to traffic could be pretty significant. I know our listeners can attest to my traffic reports consistently showing slowing in that area, even when the uh, roadways are typically clear. So that is a tricky situation with that one. Yeah, the 215-60 split there always seems to bog down. It's a real bottleneck already. Absolutely. And more than a 1,000 parents and kids held a protest last weekend to pressure the Fontana School District to notify parents if their child identifies as transgender. Yeah, this is the flip side of the debate over parental notification policies. We've seen people protesting these policies at school board meetings. School boards in Temecula Valley and Chino Valley have seen backlash. But this group in Fontana organized a very large public rally to pressure the Fontana Unified School Board to adopt the policy like Chino Valley's requiring school officials to notify parents if their child asked to be called by a different name or a different gender pronoun than on his or her birth certificate. The Christian activist group that led the rally last Saturday, White Rose Resistance, and another activist group called Not on Our Watch Inland Empire, led over a 1,000 parents and children from Miller Park Amphitheater through the streets of Fontana to the Civic Center. But there is pressure on the school district from the state in the other direction. Attorney General Rob Bonta issued a legal alert earlier this week warning school districts that parental notification policies violate the state constitution and student civil rights. And he's already filed suit against Chino. That's right. And so far, the state has been granted an injunction prohibiting that district from implementing parts of the policy. Yeah, it must be tough to be a school member these days. It seems like many of them are probably between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, I don't envy their predicament. And lastly today, we remember Ophelia Valdez-Yeager, a local leader who led fundraising efforts to bring the Cheech Marin Museum to Riverside. Yeah, she led that fundraising effort that brought in $14 million in private and public money to convert the city's main library into the Cheech Marin Center for Chicano Art and Culture, which has put Riverside in the national and international spotlight since opening in June 2022. But she did so much more. Valdez Yeager was the first Latina elected to the Riverside Unified School District Board in 1992. She was a board member of the Mission Inn Foundation, Altura Credit Union, Riverside 
Riverside Community College Foundation and Greater Riverside Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. She was active with the California School Boards Association, the Riverside Kiwanis Club, and the city's International Relations Council. She was also instrumental in founding the Latino Network, an advocacy group in 1993, and in placing a memorial monument to the United Farm Workers leader Cesar Chavez in downtown Riverside in 2013. She had such a work ethic, her children, now adults, said growing up they never knew people slept in on Saturday mornings because those were always chore days in their family. Ophelia Valdez Yeager and her husband, Leigh Yeager, married in 1969, one day after they both graduated from UC Riverside. She worked as an assistant to longtime Riverside Mayor Ron Loveridge and later was executive assistant to the city's school superintendent and the county school superintendent. She died on January 7th at age 76 from a rare form of anemia that didn't respond to treatment. A memorial service is planned for noon Friday, January 26th at the UCR Student Recreation Center. Well, I'm sure her celebration of life will be filled with love and gratitude. Thank you so much, Cassie, for all of this information. We appreciate your time as always. Thank you, Jessica. Longtime journalist Cassie McDuff helps us out regularly on our Friday morning news wrap, and these reports are posted at kbcrnews.org. This report is made possible with the support of the Southern California News Group, publisher of the Press Enterprise, San Bernardino Sun, Inland Valley Daily Bulletin, and other Southern California newspapers. I'm Jessica Greenwell, KBCR News.